We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Clint Sterner's Football at Four. Show there's a uh, there's there's a defensive lineman um, outside linebacker defensive end slash defensive end if you will in this draft that that I think the Texans are, are going to have to take real serious. Uh, there, there's Will Anderson uh, out of out of Alabama. He's obviously a top prospect in in this in this draft. John Harris didn't didn't mention much about him in, in our last segment. By the way, John Harris, uh, Texans sideline reporter and and. Um, uh, he joined us last segment, so if you're listening on that Odyssey app, you can hit that rewind feature and uh, and go back. He was he was solid. He's at the combine and hit on several different uh, defensive linemen who are at the combine today uh, working out. Will Anderson, defensive end, outside linebacker for uh, the Alabama Crimson Tide, one of the top prospects coming out. I think it's a real possibility. Show the more I look at this, I think it's a real possibility that the Texans could could be considering. Will Anderson and and I mean that's that's not breaking news. Hell, they should be. Uh, yeah. I, I believe I saw a report where they've met with Will Anderson already. Uh, his time at the combine. Will Anderson is. I think he's a guy show that's going to. I think he's going to explode after the combine. I mean, you can't get much higher relative to where he's going to be drafted, um, but I think he's a guy that you're going to hear more and more about teams. And, and the media, not just general managers and 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 head coaches, but but the media. The more you meet with this guy, the more you find out about this guy. He is exactly what a top five draft pick is. He is exactly what a franchise player, not necessarily defensive end or outside linebacker. Obviously, there's a lot of scheme things and coaching matters and what what organization locker room he's. He's uh, inserted into matters, but when you look at this this player, he he is special. Uh, show. Let's start with the measurements. He measured in at six three and a half, two hundred and fifty three pounds. Arm length thirty three and seven eighth inches. Hand size nine and seven eight inches. That is just to put that into um, perspective. If you look at uh, Joey, I'm sorry, not Joey, Nick. Bosa, the uh, the linebacker that uh, obviously outside linebacker, defensive end that is in San Francisco and played under um, D'Amico, D'Amico yeah. Ryan's. You look at his size; he is the smaller of the two Bosa brothers. Uh, he's sitting at six four, two sixty six, so ten twelve pounds heavier. Uh, I don't what what I say it was a, a half an inch or a quarter of an inch, half an inch 
uh, taller. So he is a guy that, as you look at size, he is a guy that that is in that in that um, Nick Bosa range. So you got to think D'Amico Ryan's, and you got to think that. Uh, uh, Nick Casario look at him from a measurable standpoint and say boy this guy could be the Joey Bosa I'm, so, I'm sorry again damn Nick Bosa of uh, of San Francisco here in Houston Will Anderson is, has the measurables I'm I am of the belief that where does where does Will Anderson fit in? Is he better in a 3-4? Is he better in a 4-3? Yeah. Kind of where does he fit in? His size says Three four, size, size says two fifty three. Yeah, size size says three four. But then you look at guys again like Nick Bosa having having success at that defensive end position in a, in a D'Amico Ryan's defense, and you go, well, okay, let's 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 rethink this. Yeah, you wonder how how much sixteen pounds matters. Yeah, yeah. yeah look, I mean, yeah. I I think I think, but you got also Nick Bosa. I don't know. I didn't look up what he was coming out, but Nick Bosa is is what I mean. He's four or five years older than him. Yeah. Um. So you know that, that's. You got to think the guy is going to put some weight on hell. Who doesn't put weight on in the first three, or four years of their career? I, I, um, I, I think, I think there's there's a good chance that that Will Anderson could could be a, a D'Amico, a D'Amico guy. There's a couple of other things. I, the, the question, I think, the biggest question, and we've just discussed it briefly, is what kind of defense does Will Anderson fit in? Well, Will was asked that question at the combine, and here's his answer. You know, no matter you know what type of defense I get in, I'm going to adapt to it, and I'm going to be able to embrace the change and embrace the challenge that's there, and you know, learn the lessons that come with it. And that's what I'm very excited about. Just whatever defense I get in, learning how to operate throughout it, and uh, having fun doing it. He's going to figure it out, and and I tell you, there's there's another, there's a lot of this audio being being printed on social media. Will Anderson audio from the combine being being printed on social media, and there's so much there. Uh, to like show one of the quotes that's been highlighted so far is he's quoted as saying I was committed to the standard to the culture Saban had built I wasn't scared to step on people's toes and I wasn't scared to get in people's butts if I needed to that's the kind of dude that the Houston Texans need Uh, and not just that as you said he is the as you broke down early when you started that he is the perfect top five pick yep well to to step further uh, listening to who are, are running the Texans and the important people there uh, from the the tippy top? Is that what uh that what Charles Minihue said from the tippy top? That sounds like a guy that they would want, not just that a top five, but it sounds like a guy that fits what the Texans yeah, would yeah. want. Yeah, I mean, you look uh, uh, being a Saban guy and being a guy that Saban says is his best. One of his, the best leader and and the best person, him and Bryce Young were were two in the same. Um, you know that Belichick tree where Casario comes from is is closely related to that Saban tree and and with the with the same line of thinking. Yeah, you got to think that Nick would be in on it, and you got to think that D'Amico would be in on it um, after having so much success with Nick Bosa, uh, similar in size as a defensive end. Show there's some stats out there too that that uh, look maybe maybe you already knew maybe a lot of the folks out there already knew but they're kind of coming to light as as Will hits the combine. Um, Will Anderson had 207 total pressures in three years at Alabama. Mm. You know you just say that's a lot. Okay, check this out. Aiden Hutchinson who had a hell of a rookie year was he defensive rookie of the year? No, uh, that's right. That's right. Sauce got that. Well, yeah, like he's mad at me for saying that. Mm-mm, I'll just correct you. <laughs> Aiden, Aiden Hutchinson had 128 total pressures 
in four years at Michigan. Michigan. Chase Young had 150 in three years at Ohio State. Miles Garrett, 164 in three years at Texas A&M. That just puts in perspective 207 in three years at Alabama for Will Anderson. That's the kind of player we're talking about, man. I I, I just I think, and I'm a, I got a feeling I'm gonna fall victim to this. If I'm a firm believer, show that the interior defensive line position is it's still it, the it's, it's still a bigger need to me than oh I agree I, no I, I I agree like if you had Texans, yeah. if you had equal player equal player and and you got to choose D tackle or D end I'm going D tackle ten out of ten times but if you get a D tackle that and I'm not saying this just because of what he just just went through but it, it is part of it if there are some some question marks in Jalen Carter's um, you know background in terms of Work ethic and and character, you know, character issues, off the field concerns, and, and then on the other hand, Will Anderson is just constantly chipping away at things that 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 make you pause and go, "Wow, this guy's special." I, I could see the Texans going Will Anderson over oh, Jalen Carter. Oh, I most definitely can yeah. see that. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. A, and I, and I wouldn't crush him for it. I mean, it is no. a need. It is a need. Uh, I I do think a bigger need and potential game changer is Jalen Carter. But yeah. I, I but I also believe uh, I, I just, or at least that position. I, I, I agree. But I here here's my here's my concern. What have we talked about multiple times over the last two, three years? Leadership, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like right now of the young dudes on this squad, who are you let's say four years and, and younger. Not Brandon Cooks, not Laramie Tunsil. How about that? Who are you? Who are you? Positive is like a, a guy that isn't scared to 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 put somebody in their place, put his foot, put his foot on her throat if if he needs to. I think Petrie. Yep. Pierce. Yep. There's there's two of them. Yeah. Right. I mean they they just they need they need those kinds of guys in in the locker room, and, and I I think that could that could play a heavy hand in in terms of D'Amico. And um, they need that more than a dominant, dominant defensive tech. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I mean, a, a, a defensive end that could that you. I'm not saying he can't is, be dominant too, but right. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, not, not just if you don't think that that Will Anderson can be dominant, then it's not even a conversation. No, I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying that. It's just of in, of, of of impact. Right. Yeah. Right. White eighty. So, I, I don't know. Have you followed what's going on in Dallas? We're not in Dallas. I guess it's at the combine. Mike McCarthy's comments. <laughs> Mike McCarthy's telling himself now. Right. Just, just just to catch up real quick, the 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 Cowboys obviously moved on from from Kellen Moore, offensive coordinator. He 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 was quickly he was interviewed for a couple of head jobs, but um, he quickly landed the offensive coordinator uh, in in L.A. with the Chargers. And Mike McCarthy, he took his, he got his time at the combine at, at, in the podium. They handed him a hot mic, and and he thought it was a good idea to say uh, the following. Now, to be completely he was transparent, waiting, he was waiting on this question. Oh yeah, but, but to be transparent, Mike McCarthy was very complimentary leading up to these comments. <laughs> Till he got in the car, and but drove him over. It, you talk about super, super soft, man. I mean, I'm not a Mike McCarthy fan for all the Dallas Cowboy fans out there. I don't. I'm not a Mike McCarthy fan. I don't like Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones keeping Mike McCarthy around for another year. Um, I, I, I don't. He's not the solution. 
I'd be shocked if they're a better football team. Uh, in fact, I think they go backwards significantly offensively, if I'm being completely honest. But Mike McCarthy at the Combine, within within his comments, says this. I've been where Kellen Moore has been. Kellen wants to light the scoreboard up. Mm. But I want to run the damn ball so I can rest my defense. Mm. I think when you're a good coordinator, you know, but you're in charge of the offense. Being a head coach and being a play caller, you're a little more in tune with everything. I don't desire to be the number one offense in the league. I want to be the number one team in the league with a number of wins and a championship. And if we got to give up some production and take care of the ball better to get that, then that's what we'll do because we have a really good defense. Show. Mike McCart, this is super, super, super soft Mike, uh, of Mike McCarthy. Mike Mike, uh, Mike was filling himself, man, got him a little uh, job security now that Sean Payton took a job somewhere. He is he is now filling himself. Huh? I just wanted to, I just wanted somebody to come back to Mike and say, Hey Mike, you got any uh you got any thoughts on who the number one offense was this past year? Hmm. Oh, they are. They're coming at him now. I mean, you know the number one offense was this year. Yeah. Happened to be the team that happened to be the number one team this year. Happened to be the team that won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, come on, Mike. Yeah. But my thing is, Mike. Also, Mike. Oh, you didn't have it. You didn't have the authority that to be now able, you're, to, to be able to to, to yeah. tell to tell oh, Kellen what to do. There's there's so many there's so many things. These these are the worst kind of people, man. This these are the worst kind of people. Like, you're an offensive-minded head coach, and you stood idly aside for three years while this offense was one of the most productive offenses in football under Kellen Moore. And you wait till the dude leaves to publicly make a statement where you call his name out personally, and you can say whatever you can say whatever he wants about the comment. Like it's it's a backhanded, it's it's a it's a low blow. It's it's super soft by Mike McCarthy, man. And because you you can look at like the way in which they lost in the playoffs last year. Thirteen seconds ain't enough time to take a shot with no timeouts down the field. Like that that's that sure the offensive coordinator's gotta be better, but an offensive minded head coach should know better as well. well no. Like a lot that, that falls in the lap of an offensive minded head coach as well. But but listen. You're the head coach. Yeah. Like, D'Amico's the head coach. Bobby Slowick's game plan is going to be wrapped around what D'Amico's vision is for the team and the offense. Mike McCarthy, you're the head coach. Yeah. If you didn't want to just throw the ball all around the park, yeah, it's your vision. At any point in time, you could have said, hey, man, this, hey, ver- on, this vertical attack's a little bit aggressive, man. Back, back, Pull the reins back a little bit. Unless, unless Jerry has just put together – uh, a you don't get to talk to to Kellen and you don't get to yeah, talk the, to Dan. Yeah, Jerry ain't doing that. Jer- Jerry ain't doing that. And, and look, you you can go back. Ed Warder, who covers the Cowboys for, for ESPN, close as anybody out there. How about how about this? The twenty twenty two Cowboys called a designed run on forty five percent of their offensive plays. Okay, so what 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 does that have? And and and, and he went on he, he went on to to say that. That's the most of any Mike McCarthy team across 16 NFL seasons. Their running backs never lost a fumble. I don't think the running game was the problem. Okay? Now, I disagree with Ed. I agree with with what with what Mike's saying is 
they've got to change the way they do things, right? But the, what Ed Warder does here is he points out 45% of their offensive plays were called runs, right? So I go back to that tells me it's not the play calling. That tells me it's the mentality of the team. That tells me that the the from the top down the mentality of the team is not is not you're not a physical run team. You run away you get away from the run when you when you face a good run defense. Like there's so many reasons why this is such a bush league shot by Mike McCarthy. At Kellen Moore. It just don't make no sense. It's he's like, gone. Like, why are you talking gone, about Kellen Moore? He's gone, and you act like like you didn't have any ability to to change up what y'all were doing. Oh man, I, if y'all wanted, to, if you wanted to run the ball more, yeah. like you got meetings all week, you got game day, you can intercept. You're listening. You can intercept the call. We can come over after after a yep. possession. Hey, we want to run the football more. Want to run the football? I'll never forget NFL films. It, it, and Mike Shanahan is not a is not a defensive coach. I remember in the Super Bowl, they had to stop Favre, their first Super Bowl win. Greg Robinson, the defensive coordinator, said, "Hey, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want here, Shanahan? What do you want me to do here? What kind of cover? What are you thinking here?" He's not an offensive coach. He's talking to the coach about the head coach about what he wants right, to play. Right, right, right. Like Mike Shanahan just asked Kellen Moore can just do whatever the hell he wants to do. I get out of here. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. It's not that Mike doesn't make a great point. It's just that when you start throwing people under the bus, it, it's. It one. It's. It's a. It's a. It's a BS move. It's a soft ass move for a grown man. It's a head coach that a, a, a coordinator's long gone. But overall, I mean, the problems are your game management has stunk. It cost you a playoff game. It. It. it you're. Like you talk about running the wanting to run the football, Kellen Moore ran it more in 2022 than you as a head coach and any Mike McCarthy team has ever run it. That tells me the mentality and the physicality of of and of how you're doing. It's not which that's all set by the head coach. I, I don't know, man. I, I just I think it's just such a bush league move, and um, I think once again, I, I think once again the Cowboys Cowboys got this one wrong. They should they should have they should have moved on from him. Not a good point if you if you could have stopped. Not a good point if you could have had <laughs> yeah, something to do with right, stopping right. the point. All right, coming up, um, well, Clint, we gotta we gotta talk about something you did just said real quick about Will Anderson. Will Anderson's weight is that uh, is that something that is going to be a potential precursor about another player he played with? We'll discuss that coming up next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 610 presents Clint Sterner and the show. Well, you can't let these combine numbers get you real quick. What was it? What was it? Uh, John, uh, John, uh, John Harris was saying that uh, Nolan Smith he had like a crazy vertical leap. Forty-one, God, forty-one and a half inches. Forty-one and a half inches. Hey, Good he God. like when we think about the first day of workouts. He is he is somebody that has officially made money in shooting up the draft board. Not only does he have a forty-one inch vertical leap, he uh, measured in six two two thirty eight. As an outside linebacker, and he ran a four four. Mm. He is about he is about to fly off the draft boards, very much like his teammate last year, uh, uh, Trayvon. Uh, what's the Walker? Uh, uh, yeah, Walker. And uh, now I don't know about the production year one with Jacksonville, but his combine was a big help of what ran of what ran him up. Even even though he didn't show a lot of production. At Georgia, in terms of rushing the passer, it still got him all the way to be the number one pick. We'll see what happens. But Nolan Smith, 6'2", 238, 41-plus inch vertical leap and running a 4'4", yeah. That's big time. That's big time, man. You were you were talking in the last segment about Will Anderson, and he weighed in at 253. Yeah. And, and he was 6, what was he? 6'3 six, six, and a half, I think. 6'3 and a half, 253. So if I look at that and then I look at what they had him at Alabama. At Alabama they had him at 6'4", 243. So he's put on 10 pounds since the season. All right, Bryce. I hope you've been chilling and eating and doing everything <laughs> that Will, your old teammate's been, been doing. You've been hanging with Will, been huh? Hanging, hanging out like we can see it though. We can see Will Anderson was able to put on 10 pounds yeah. in that time frame. I mean, well, the way these guys show are putting on weight. What was that? Zay Flowers, the small receiver, yeah, thirteen like, pounds of muscle. Uh, you know, in, in in his time prepping for the draft. Now you look at Will Anderson. You know, you you, you look at uh, you know, those are two guys that that are a lot leaner than most quarterbacks, if you will. They he's able to put on ten pounds. Man, I, I, I'm just looking at it. I mean, unless they were just bold faced lying in Alabama in terms of what these guys weighed. You know, while they were there with the program. Yeah. It's getting to the point where I'd be surprised if he doesn't crack 200. Bryce well, Young, now, I'm now about. yeah, now I'm looking at that because if he was at 197 or 194, excuse right. me, is what they had him listed six foot 190, 94. Now I see uh, they they were a little liberal there with Will and his height, so I I'm thinking my man's gonna be 5'11", 203. That would be it. That'd be a a great day right. for Bryce Young. I mean, I mean, maybe it's not as easy for him to put on weight as Will Anderson, but God, can he? I mean, if he was one ninety four, and that's just, you know six seven pounds to get yeah. him get him around in that area. I mean, I, to get him into the two hundred range, which I think if he if he's at two hundred, I think many yeah. people will. It, it doesn't surprise me though that that these guys have the ability to gain the weight that they do over over that period. I mean, that, that's all they focus, especially guys like Bryce and Will. Who needed to get bigger? I mean, the number one priority coming into this is not about speed and not about working your forty and not. I mean, it's about let's weigh in, you know, ten pounds heavier 
or maybe in some guys, some guys even more, but let's weigh in at the combine and and heavy and then let's ace our interviews. Yep. Everything else, then we'll shift gears, you know, for two weeks and we'll start we'll, we'll get more dialed into the details of all the different testing um that you that you may or may not need to do, the forties, the 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 L drills, the you know, the on field stuff. We'll, we'll get more into that after the combine. But leading up to that, it's about stacking on as much weight as you possibly can. You look can. at Will, he he put himself in between the weights of the last two yeah. defensive player of the years. TJ Watts, 251, who won it two years ago. That's how much he weighs. And then uh, Nick Bosa's 266. Uh, he's, he's at 253, got himself weighing more than, than Bosa is. We'll see what he plays at. But that's yeah. what he got himself over there to – to look at that, that's that now you you can feel good. Yeah. Like, look, I, look, I weigh as much as he does. Yeah, so. yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I, I think I think he's put himself uh, squarely. You know, longer arms as well. I, I think is kind of what I hear the chatter. I, I didn't match it up to anybody, but but longer arms is good for for Will Anderson and his ability to not just be a three four outside linebacker, but be you know hand in the dirt kind of player. Um, it, it's just gonna be interesting to see this thing. You know, as it as it comes down. Uh, to cutting time or draft time, if you will. Um, I, I think a lot of folks have Jalen Carter obviously listed higher than Will. An- well, I mean, maybe it's not obvious, but but higher than Will Anderson. I think you got a quarterback, and then you got Jalen Carter, and then you got Will Anderson. It wouldn't surprise me if that didn't flip and and go quarterback Will Anderson with what's going on with Jalen and and with yeah. I think the hype's gonna gonna grow around Will Anderson anytime he meets the media. Let's see, let's see if Bryce uh, on Saturday if he puts on. He puts on uh, some weight to get him over 200 pounds. Hey, man, my cousin hit me up. By the way, coming up in about 10 minutes, Sean Pendergast live from West Palm Beach. He'll join us. My cousin hit me up. He said his, uh, his 12-year-old son is playing a little AAU basketball now. Just started playing on this team. said his coach, uh, his coach went off on all the players and made all of them run suicides because two of the kids showed up five minutes late. How old are they? Twelve. Okay. That's. I mean, he hit me up. He's like, man, I like. He's like, I just feel like. He's like, I feel like, like that ain't on him. Like the the parents, the, the, the parent, like they didn't drive themselves. And you, I'm you like, like the parents run. Something. If somebody's <laughs> gonna run, like if somebody's ordered the tw- like I, I I told him I was like, man, I don't I don't know, man, because he's like I just felt it just felt some kind of. He didn't sit well with him. Got away huh? a little bit. He's like, now, you know, my son did it without no problem. He's just like, like that don't seem like that's on. And he's going off. You should be here five minutes early. Yeah. Like, I'm like, come on, man. Like, it's so, like to me, that is a, we need to pull the, the parents aside and talk to the parents and not say, hey, y'all, has, unless they unless they live on the, live on the practice facility somewhere, yeah. I just got to be like, this like that that one to me. I'm just like man. I, I think I'd have a conversation with him. Ooh, I, I don't know about that. I I I, 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 I mean, unless he just ran them to death where their tongues were dragging. I, I think the, I think the lesson of of being on time is is a pretty valuable one at that age. I mean, it, it, it's the earlier you can do it, the better. Um, now, if he ran them excessively, where it's like they can't. No, I I hear the lesson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, but how's that lesson on them? Well, yeah, I don't. I don't know that it's necessarily. It's just. It's just. But the, oh, you think? Just I mean, look, you, you, you don't care whose fault it is. Two of y'all was late, so we all like, gonna we're, we're all going to run. We got to get here on time. You got to be. You, you got to be the team. Everybody's got to be here for us to start practice. 
I don't. I don't know. I, I, don't, I wouldn't have. I personally wouldn't have a problem with it. From the text line, the coach is sending a parents a message because their kids can't drive themselves there. I don't know. So he, 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 he didn't want to. He didn't want to pull the parents aside. So he just said, "Look here, parents, see, see what you mean." <laughs> like, that's what I teach of a le- Yeah, I, I get. I get what the lesson is. I just feel like the wrong people had to pay for that thing. Because yeah. then, because then you fool around, make your kids just fool around and get that's, and get that's disrespectful. A, that, that's a I get tough. It. Damn it, mom! That's what I. And, that's like, what you hope happens. Damn it, mom! Come on. That that would be. I don't know, it's, it's tough though. Like so, if you're and obviously twelve year olds is, is a little bit, but but if you're if you're say coaching fourteen year olds and kids constantly show up late, it's never made a made an issue, never made a point to the kids, and then they get to high school or they get to you know where they're it's it's more organized and 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 school related and it's like they don't have they don't understand the significance of being on time and they just like i'm i'm being late ain't no big deal then i think i think the the youth sports and i think coaches before them failed them and parents obviously but um i don't know i i wouldn't have i wouldn't have a, now again like i said unless they just if he ran their damn legs off then we got to pump the brakes a little bit but so, I, no, they, I ain't mad for making the point. They hit him, hit, hit them suicides. Was free throw half, half yeah. free throw full? Yeah, free throw half, yeah. No, I, I, I get SSC real text line. The lessons transfers to them since they know it's an issue. I I just, boy, I, I don't know, but I, I was just like, that just, like, y'all need to get y'all asses in here. Run, I mean, and he's like, he's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like he said Jalen was over there just hot. So what? So so what would you? So so what would you rather? Like That's the, the, question, co- the question is, what would you? Because you got you got to like to me, I got to hold them accountable. Whether it's a kid or the parent, like I can't just let two dudes walk in whenever they want to walk in. Next yeah. time, next time it's three. Next time it's human nature because parents will see it and be like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. And and then like I've either got to I've, I've either got to take playing time from you for being late. You know, I don't care whose fault. Or we got we got to we got to discipline somehow, some way. Like that's that's the deal. Is like that you it can't just be. Hey man, let's let's just keep yeah, on I, keep it on like it's like it's normal. I go like I go to the parents because like, also it sits me like I know we're a team thing here, but it does sit to me like all right, everybody else on the team's getting punished because your parent. Yeah, like this it's one thing if everybody else on the team's getting punished because you couldn't get here on time, but everybody else on the team because we twelve, everybody else on the team's getting punished because your parent. Like if you want to say all right, you know. Five minutes late. I mean, starting comes out like you can't. You can't, yeah, yeah. You're you're off the chance of start. Okay, that, that that's one thing. Maybe that's that's to the player, which I think sucks too because of the because the parent can't get him there. But damn, to me, boy, that just that just felt that just. Well, I just I think I think you'd send. I think that I don't know which one. Uh, to me, I would rather run them. But if you started taking like starting away from them, boy, you'd really hurt mom and daddy then. Yeah, no. what he ain't starting? Why ain't he starting? Well, he was late twice he's this late. week. Yeah, he's gonna still play. He'll he's, play, but yeah. he's just he's just not starting. Oh, my you know daddy saying? would be. And heated. then you're not punish. Then you're not punishing the rest of these other kids because I'd have got my kids because that would have been my thing. Because he's like Jay, he said Jaylen was hot. He just <laughs> ruined the first thirty minutes of his practice. Yeah, and I've been like, come on, dog. like listen, man, I get what you're doing, coach. I, I understand. But it, it was just like he was doing it, and he was going off with these kids. Yeah, <laughs> y'all gotta be here on time. Okay, like talk to these cats <laughs> in the bleachers. Talk to the one with the keys. <laughs> the keys. Like, yeah, man. Somebody said, "Is it right after practice?" Like it's like six o'clock. It's like later. They're twelve, so it's not right after school. <laughs> That's what somebody says. It's right after school. No, they're twelve, man. I, just, I told him I made that to have a conversation. All right, let's head out to uh, West Palm Beach. 
Uh, and we'll talk to Sean Pendergast. A lot happening today. We'll talk to him about what happened with Jordan and what he's hearing from there. And your two top starters, Framber and Christian Javier, pitched today. Their lines look good. We'll see what it looked like in person for Pendergast. That's coming up next. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, welcome back to The Drive as I uh, as I see a lot of people rolling in. Show is being soft. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> knew that was coming. Show is being soft. Show this is a that type of punishment is standard, Chief. And they, I feel like you text that in, <laughs> and no real big deal. But uh, someone did say that the coach needs to set the ground rules before the season and communicate to the parents. This way, everyone knows the punishment and the discipline. Uh, these kids are twelve; they can learn a lesson a different way. Oh, yeah. yeah, look, I, I just, okay. I, I don't, I don't know. I, I just don't know if it's, uh, uh, you know, I, I think it's probably. Yeah, if Grant was the one riding his bike there and Grant got himself there late, then I, I got you. Yeah. But if Grant's rolling in there and his mom, Dolores, is coming in there too, and she didn't have his ass late, I'm Well, sorry. clearly Dolores is dropping the ball of not getting him there on time. Don't make my son, and, and my and son so... get there on time. <laughs> <laughs> my son running suicide. If, if mom and daddy ain't going to do the job of, of teaching a young fella how important coach it is, is to be on time, then the coach, maybe the coach is going to take that, take the initiative. All right, let's let's uh, let's jump out to, uh, let's head out to uh, West Palm Beach. It's Payne and Pendergast. They are live uh, covering the start of spring baseball. Thanks to Shoppers John Deere. We appreciate you joining us. Uh, a lot going on out there, um, and I know a lot happening with the game today with Framber and, and Christian Javier, and we we saw uh, a Brayu go deep. But where I want to start is uh, Dana Brown. Uh, he said that uh, the GM said that um, that that Alvarez is pain free, pain free, still not swinging a bat. What's the vibe since you've been down there that you're getting around this Jordan Alvarez situation? Uh, it's, you know what show it's been I, kind of a little out of sight, out of mind. It hasn't been a really big topic like up in the press box or around, you know, the, the guys we've talked to, you know, we've not asked like, so what about Jordan's hand? You know, we like, so there's, there, there haven't been a lot of sound bites from the players about it, which is probably a good thing. It probably means that they, they see it as no big deal. I, I it's, I don't want to say it's, say it's been a, a non-starter because he's their most important player, but it's it's not been the week the week we've been down here it's not been a huge topic i think the buzz probably surrounding it was more last week when it was flaring up and now that dana brown has kind of come out and been pretty forthright about where it is um you know people seem to be pretty comfortable with where it's going right now where is astros fan sean pendergast on thursday say, march man. the 2nd at 4 43 okay. in the, the afternoon okay. where, where are to. you where are you at on on okay. the uh on, on the Jordan front Oh, where am I? I thought you meant geographically. Where am oh, I? Oh, that too. That's what I was about to tell you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I, okay, I just, okay. So I just, we got back from the game at like, I don't know, like four o'clock our time, three o'clock your time. So I said I'm going to go for a walk, fellas. Uh, so I wanted to get my steps in, and so I walked about a mile south of our house down to downtown Lake Worth Beach, which is where we're staying. And downtown Lake Worth Beach, I got to tell you, it's fun as hell. It's a bunch of beach bars, like outdoor, indoor kind of places. And so I just wanted to walk past them and come home. So I texted Seth, and I said, hey, Seth, you know, I'm really tempted to stop in and hang out with some of these locals. And Seth said, do it. (laughs) 
So I said, okay, I will. And I went in and I just hung out for 45 minutes with my new friend, Mike, who um, he was hanging out at the bar by himself because he was waiting for AAA to show up because his ex-girlfriend crashed his car into a phone pole a month ago and put it in a parking lot where it's getting charged 30 bucks a day and he didn't realize it. So he owes $1,100 oh, wow. to get it out of there right now. Yeah. Yeah, so it's really cool. So I sat down next to a guy who totally has a Florida story. You know what I mean? Like ex-girlfriend, yeah. probably coked up, crashed into a phone pole, and now the car's been sitting there and he owes $1,000. As far as where I am on Jordan Alvarez, Clint, um, so uh, <laughs> I'm okay. That it's pain-free and that he's coming back, I choose to believe that things are going to be all right. I'm glad you trust it. <laughs> Yeah, but I've been hanging out at the Martiki Bar for the last 45 minutes or so. So Martiki I take it for what it's bar. worth. It's the Martiki. It's the Ego's Martiki Bar. Yeah. Hey, that, that old boy's ex-girlfriend yeah. wrapping his car around a, around a telephone pole, really. I mean, put that old hand soreness in perspective, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Jordan can miss the first half of the season, and I'm like, bro, that's still an easier story than my friend my friend Mike here, my new best friend. Martiki Mike down Martiki there, boy. Mike. He's Martiki Mike, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Let let you get your ass back here to Houston on Monday. He's he's pain free and he still ain't, he still hasn't picked up a bat. I feel like some. I feel like me and Sean. You sound, are going, show show. You sound worried. Oh, I, I listen. <laughs> Is he breathing? I, I listen. I know that I am strange for yeah. the best player on the team and the biggest yeah. key for you repeating as champions having the same injury that gave him problems last yeah. year and this and this staff and how they are with injuries and how forth, forthcoming they are with injuries and how it always turns out to be worse. I know I'm the one who's strange to think hey, that, show, hey, show. let's be concerned. Show. Hey, what up? Hey. It's just your hey. down in his hand. Let's leave him. Show. Let me tell you, and Clint will tell you last week when I was texting him about Jordan, when I was super stressed out, I was really stressed out when I was in Houston with the Jordan thing, but I'm close to the beach now, man. Yeah. Like this Jordan thing, it's yeah. like it's going to be fine, dude. It's going to be fine. Just hang out at the Martiki bar for a little while with Mike. You're good. Yeah. Lance we we need to send, we need to send show down there to find Mike and, and yeah, chill out a show. Bit. You need to do a live you need to show live remote show from the Martiki bar. Hey, uh, hey uh, Sean, I, look, uh, us uh, I'm part of the the Yuli Gurriel fan club. I'm having a hard time getting beyond uh, yeah. his time as an Astro and I tell you, I had some good days and some bad days. T- today, today was a really good one. When when Abreu absolutely rakes, it's uh, it makes it a little easier, man. He he got a hold of one today. How that how was that in person? It was good. He got a hold of one for the home run, and then in the first inning, when the first inning when these guys were just raking off of Wainwright, it was awesome. Um, he got out in this at bat, but his first his first swing, he was first pitch swinging on Wainwright, and he hit a rope down the line so he you know even in the the at bat where he got out he made good contact so um yeah i think Abreu is going to be fine and the the home run was a no doubter um so yeah like i think the yuli thing there's still people that want to bring yuli back to be a utility guy on this team you know yuli the 39 year old utility guy yeah there it is yeah like all of a sudden people think like yuli can play shortstop i don't know where that came from (laughs) i don't either (laughs) third base (laughs) second base but yeah, no, but Abreu is going to be fine. He was, yeah, he was, he he had some good swings today, man. What about the uh, the starter, Sean? As Sean Pendergast yeah. is live with us from West Palm Beach. Uh, both, uh, both, I think the top two starters on the staff, especially now that that Lance is is uh, is not going to be ready for opening day. They both went yep. today in Framber and Christian Javier. Their lines look really great. What did you see up close? 
Their lines look super similar, but it being in the stadium, things looked very, very different for each guy uh, as far as their pace and how they were adapting to the, uh, the pitch clock. Framber looked a little out of sorts, which I guess says something, that he was still able to sh- strike out two and induce a double play ball in two innings, and he looked out of sorts. But he, he got called for, a, uh, he got called for a, a pitch clock violation for a ball at one point. And we were noticing in the first inning, I'm like, dude, he's, he was like one of those quarterbacks that takes the play clock down to like between one second and zero seconds every time for a snap. That was him with the pitch clock. And he, he just looked a little out of sorts. Um, the results were fine. He didn't give up any runs, obviously, but it's just something to watch because I think the big thing with Framber is, you know, in games, he's really big into kind of stepping off the mound and gathering himself. That's been a big thing for him. And he's not going to be able to do that as much anymore. So this is a, an exhibition game. It's not a game that's really conducive to like, oh, boy, i got to take a breath so I don't give up a hit here in this game in early March in Florida. But the regular season and obviously the postseason, it's a different story. Javier, totally different story. Javier looked in midseason form, and that dude, you wouldn't even know there was a pitch clock. He gets the ball thrown back to him, and he's back on the rubber, and he is throwing, which I think is really encouraging. The, 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 I'm coming away from Florida with Javier and Garcia looking the way they did. This was a successful trip, gentlemen. Mm, love it. Hey, Sean, I, I was out yesterday and uh, and didn't get to hear any any of your your uh, analysis, if you will, on uh, Hunter Brown. It, obviously, yesterday's starter didn't didn't pitch much, but but what did you what did you see? Control was yeah, great. Show, could, show, show couldn't hear it either because my phone was all messed up. So <laughs> I guess I'll go ahead and give it to you, both of you now. Uh, and I didn't go to the Martiki Bar yesterday either, so there's that. Uh, but, uh, no, Hunter Brown was, he was all over the place yesterday. He was wild. It was, uh, so, uh, Adam Spillane was on with Seth and with, uh, with me and Seth in the morning and we asked him, okay, we're going to go see Hunter Brown today. What should we look for from Hunter Brown? And Spillane just says two words, throw strikes. He just needs to throw strikes. He did not throw strikes. Like he was, he was, he didn't give up any hard contact, but he gave up two walks. He hit a guy. There was a catcher's interference somewhere in there along the way. He ends up giving up two runs in the inning that he pitched. For what it's worth, we talked to him in the clubhouse right after he pitched, and he didn't seem too concerned by it. It's early. He said he threw some good sliders that they just didn't swing at. So I'm, I'm not like, you know, I'm not going to overreact to it, but it wasn't great. I mean, it was, it was, he was all over the map. Yeah, all right, Hunter Brown. We'll, hmm. we'll see. Uh, yeah, I don't think I'm as, as worried about him. Uh, as, as not as not as worried as you are about Jordan's hand. I can tell that. <laughs> I mean, like I said, man, I'm in an island on my own. It doesn't make I know. it doesn't make sense with anybody else. Uh, don't they show? Too. Don't worry. I'll be back in Houston midnight tomorrow, and I'll be back in the Jordan worrying club. Yeah, yeah, yeah Jordan hand. Yeah, I mean, this is a guy who floats right through injuries all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never lost him. You never lost a fourth season or anything. <laughs> <laughs> His loss hasn't ruined a year. No. All right, Sean, man. Get back safe, man. We've enjoyed you guys being down there. When you say get back safe, do you mean get back to the house that's three blocks away from me or get back to Houston safe? Because I would say both are. Let's equally... get all of it in. All of it. Yeah. I mean, I am in Florida right now. You know what I mean? Like, it's three blocks, may as well be a four hour flight. <laughs> all right, Sean. That's Sean yeah. Pendergast. As uh, Payne and Pendergast, again, they'll be there in the morning. You can hear them from 6 to 10 a.m. right here on Sports Radio 610. They're live in West Palm Beach covering the start of spring baseball. Thanks to uh, to Shoppers John Deere 
Uh, them boys sound like they're having a good time down there, don't they? Sounds like they're having a good time. Bro, it takes me back to uh, the uh, training camp for NFL Europe was always in Tampa. And uh, we'd go down there and practice football for three weeks to a month. And, and it, I mean, we had six teams down there, all had our team hotels. And and you, you literally could walk, or in this case, we couldn't walk. We taxied, but it was before Uber. Uh, I know it's hard to believe, but I am that old. But but we, we would we would taxi over to – we taxi over to the little little uh, let me see a little strip man of of uh, of those beach bars or or over in Clearwater some of the different um, I guess it's still beach I, I guess I mean but in the bay kind of the bay area um, those little bar scenes are super cool man super cool got in trouble in a couple of them. yeah yeah well, I bet you did mm-hmm. good trouble though ooh wee okay calm down man you can't what you're married now man you can't make this no i'm just talking about the old that, deal. That, no i'm just no everybody listening no everybody listening when you did that. no ooh, i'm just talking ooh, about the good every, times with, every, the, with the fellas back in the day man oh, I know in, what in, doing, in fla everybody in their you know? cars at their desk listening all went exactly well, I, back I, I to can't that control place what with the, you. I can't every control last what, one of them. They all could understand where I, you went. I can't control Ooh, what the Tylers man. do. Ooh, I can't every, control what the Tylers right do. There. Look oh. here. Look here. Okay. Well, let me tell you what. I, I, you two some bucks. There wasn't a day in your life when you were sitting in a beach bar and, oh. and every, everyone that rolled in the front door was in a two-piece bikini? Of course, well, Panama. Yeah. Oh, okay. Panama. Those, I mean, no, yeah, well, yeah. Telling, see there. I'm just telling when you said, I mean, "Ooh, ooh, ooh I mean, Everybody, everybody then transported oh, to that man. place with you. Yeah, it was. <laughs> you, <laughs> hey, you're doing it again. What happened? Stop. Let's go. No, I mean, it was a good run. Five o'clock. Good run. <laughs> Here comes a good run. <laughs> Forty years. Five o'clock. <laughs> right. You got a little bit of a longer run. That Tom Brady run you had. Did you? <laughs> Five o'clock fire coming up. Uh, two two oh, quarterbacks man. the Texans are meeting with. Two quarterbacks the Texans are meeting with, and one of them ain't Bryce Young. We'll tell you who they are coming up next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.